your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Hello, and now for the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk podcast. In our Premier Division, AC Finchley 4, AC United 2, Continental 1, Highgate Albion 6, Gower All Stars 0, Hornsey and Highgate 1, and Park Royals 1, Traps and Spoil UK 1. Our game of the week between Takers and Rising Boulders was postponed due to a Takers player coming down with Covid. We wish him the best of health. Into Division 1, where we had Peckinsport Peckin 2, Chef Chow and Berbers 2. The Wrongans continuing their impressive form with a 4 0 win over Edmonton Rovers. And in my game of the week, we had Enfield United 1, Kadaris Town 4. I actually predicted a 3-1 win for Enfield United, so a very good performance there for Kadaris Town. Moving on to Division 2, where we had Grange Park 0, Mill Hill Club to Football 3, United House 3, North London Athletic 1, Inter Mill Hill picking up their first win of the season with a 4-3 win over Edmonton Lions, and in my game of the week, Shentry Athletic 4, Anatolians 3. I predicted a 2-all draw there, I expected it to be a close affair and on the basis of the result it was. Moving on to Division 3, where we had North London Colts 4, London Orient 5. And in my game of the week, a battle of 1st vs 3rd, we had Hendonians 1, Trent Park 2. I actually went for a 2-all draw there, expected it to be a very close affair between two good footballing sides. And uh, Trent Park coming away with a big win. Uh, Moving on to Division 4, we have Roven Reports 3, Sopranos FC together 2. Joga Benito 2, FC Cricklewood 1. And in my game of the week, we had NLR 1, Gower Phoenix 2. I actually went for a 2-1 Gower Phoenix win there, so I got it right on the head. Uh, and to Division 5, we had Clerkenwell 2, Camden FC 3. The bottom of the table clash between North Atletico Seniors 3, Maida Villa 4. North London Panthers 3, Gospel Oak Football Club 6. And in my game of the week, the clash of the unbeaten saw Underdogs 3, the Bandits 4. I actually went for a 2-1 underdogs win there. I'd expected it to be a very good close affair between two good teams. And uh, the Bandits actually picking up a very good away win. Uh, There was no games in Division 6 this week, so we'll go on to the cup results. In London Sunday Trophy Round 2 action, Locomotive Thunder 1, Fenerbahce Canaria 1. Locomotive Thunder advancing on penalties there. Mehmet Chik Galata 1, Highgate Albion Reserves 1. Mehmet Chik Galata advancing on penalties. And Yeni Bogajici versus AFC Oakwood was abandoned after 25 minutes. In London Junior Cup action, round two. AFC Edmonton won. AFC Rose 2. Very good performance for the guys under a very intimidating atmosphere. Baldwin 2 intimidating and out of line. But uh, the boys held their nerves and picked up a very good win. Enfield Albion 0. Borelli 3. Very good result for Borelli against a team two divisions above them. We had Badu FC at the Hackney and Leighton League 4. Brotherhood Cozzy 2. Very good win there for Badu FC. They're doing very well in the Hackney and Leighton Premier Division. And a tough, tough battle for Brotherhood, but they put up a good fight there. And Pro Panthers 2, Applewell 2. And Pro Panthers advancing on penalties against the Copa League team. Uh, in Challenge Cup first round action, we had Armenian Youth Association 1, Stratford Arms Blues 2, and Real Menza 12, Oak Hill 0. 
Moving on to this week's fixtures. In the Premier Division, we have Hornsey and Highgate versus Park Royals and Trabzonspor UK facing AC United. In Division 1, we have Chifchow and Berbers facing Enfield United, Kedaris Town versus Peckinspor Pecken, and two teams coming off London Trophy action as we have Locomotive Thunder facing Highgate Albion Reserves. I think Highgate Albion Reserves bounce back here with a 4-1 win. Moving on to Division 2, we have Edmonton Lions facing United House, Inter Mill Hill facing Shentry Athletic, Mill Hill Club de Football facing Grange Park, and in my game of the week, no bias, AFC Rose facing North London Athletic. I've gone for a 4-1 win there, because I'm playing. Uh, moving on to Division 3, we have Highgate Albion Thirds facing AFC Muswell Hill, and in my game of the week, another top-of-the-table clash as Trent Park face Stratford Arms. I've gone for a very entertaining high-scoring three-all draw there. Moving on to Division 4, where we have Barnet Salsa facing Roven Reporters, FC Cricklewood vs Gower Phoenix, New Barnet facing Sporting M14, Sopranos FC Together vs Colney Hatch Athletic, and in my game of the week, we've got top-of-the-table Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys facing NLR. I've gone for a two-all draw there between two decent outfits. Moving on to Division 5, we have Camden FC vs Maida Villa, Pro Panthers facing North London Panthers, the Bandits facing Armenian Youth Association, Underdogs facing North Atletico Seniors, and in the game of the week we have two teams looking to build on very impressive wins as we have Borelli facing Gospel Oak Football Club. I've gone for a 4-1 Borelli win there. Into Division 6, we have AFC Oakwood Reserves facing Whetstone Wanderers under-23s, Grange Park Reserves facing Stratford Arms Blues. London Wednesday facing AFC Muswell Hill Seconds. Oak Hill facing North London Wanderers. And in my game of the week, we have Uslot facing AFC Edmonton. I've gone for a very tight 3-2 win for Uslot there. And now into cup fixtures. In the London Challenge Cup, we have Bayern Neverlosen from the Met League facing Gower All-Stars. We have another Met League team facing Rising Ballers, as Rising Ballers take on M-Boys FC. We have a battle of Barnet League teams, as the Wrongans from Division 1 face Premier League team Continental. AFC Hammersmith Town facing AFC Oakwood. And in my London Challenge Cup game of the week, Highgate Albion facing London Challenge Cup reigning champions Lambeth All-Stars. Uh, I've actually gone for a 3-1 win for Lambeth All-Stars there. They're probably one of the top teams in there and uh, Highgate Albion are going to have their work cut out. In the London Veterans Cup Round 2, Anatolians are facing London Turkish Masters Vets. Moving on to the Barnet Cups, we have Intermediate Cup action with London Orient facing Enfield Athletic, North London Colts facing Enfield Albion and Yoga Benito facing Brotherhood Cozzy. And we have just the one Junior Cup match as Alexandra Knights face Real Menza. Uh, in league news, we have Meza Ozil and Stefan Papert have joined forces with the Barnet League to provide free school meals to children in the Enfield and Barnet area. If you wish to donate, the link to the GoFundMe page can be found on the Barnet League's Twitter page. Um, thank you, and that's all for this week. We'll be back next week to find out the results from the London Challenge Cup as well as the League and Cup action. Thank you. Hello everybody and welcome to this Corinthian League Roundup for the month of October as we finish off the second month of the season. 
we start our roundup in the senior division and it couldn't be much closer at the top of the table with the top two sides both sitting on 10 points from four games and a side sitting just behind that on nine. The top two sides, Hatch Lane are first uh, with three wins and a draw from their four games and they are literally on goal difference alone ahead of Bay T squad who also have 10 points in a very, very con highly contested top end of the table. Sitting just behind those two teams, Secret FC uh, are sitting in third at the moment with, with three wins from three and having made it through to the, the next round of the Essex Premier Cup 2, which is a great start to the season for them. Just below those three sides, we have Click sitting in fourth. They have two wins and a draw from their first four games of the season in their first, first season at this level. So that's been a good start for them. Eastway Athletic sit fifth with two wins uh, and three defeats from their opening five games. So they've had a bit of a mixed start, but I'm sure they'll be pleased relatively with that start that they've had so far this season. In sixth, it's, it's a similar start for London Mavericks, who have played four, won two and lost two from their first four games of the season. So that, that's been a little bit of a mixed start, but they've, they've shown signs of being a side to be reckoned with in this division. Sitting down in seventh are Flanders, who have a win and a draw from their first four games of the season. And on the back of their uh, excellent season last year, really, they'll be disappointed with that start and they'll be looking to build upon that. El Valiente are sitting in eighth in the table. Uh, from their first three games, they've just won the one. And I think, again, they'll be disappointed, having had a very good season last year. Still plenty of time to go, of course. Uh, in ninth are Repton Park, who are technically the existing, the reigning champions in the division, but they've only had the one win so far from their four, first four games, and they have just three points. Uh, and again, uh, they're a side who will definitely want to be improving that form as we head towards Christmas. Uh, the bottom two sides, uh, who are both without a point so far, are Warren United, uh, with two defeats from their two league games played, and East Stars have had a difficult start uh, to their first season in the competition, and they have three defeats from their first three games. We move on to our Premier Division, which, again, couldn't be much closer. Two teams, both sitting on 13 points. Brook Athletic are the side who lead the way, with four wins and a draw from their first five games, keeping them unbeaten, uh, and, of course, had an excellent uh, couple of results in the Cup competitions recently, too. Also on 13 points, Culture Club, although this is from six games, so they're a game ahead uh, of Brook Athletic. Four, four wins and a draw from their opening six games. Also plenty of goals in their games too. Uh, they'll be happy with their efforts so far. In, sitting in third, uh, one of the unbeaten sides in the division, FC Baller, uh, played for one free drawn one from their opening four league games. Also had an excellent result in our Corinthian Cup competition a couple of weeks back as they beat a senior division side click as well so that they'll be ultra pleased with their start uh in fourth place barking and dagon and wanderers six six games played three wins and a draw so far 10 points to their name sit just outside of the promotion places although obviously that does come from a few more games than the other sides have played central cult sit fifth where five five games they've played two wins and two draws and that single defeat uh eight points from their five games as they sit uh, fairly comfortably in mid-table, you would say. Just below them, Asianos in sixth. Um, three, three games played, two wins and a draw. Unbeaten, seven points, games in hand. A side that you'd probably expect to be moving up the table once they have caught up on their fixtures. In seventh place, Barking Riverside had an excellent start to the season, but have had a couple of defeats recently. Two wins and two defeats from their four games. Sees them sit on six points 
but well above the sides uh, in 8th, 9th and 10th. Ultimate Vision was just a draw from their first five games of the season, just the one point. But they are ahead of two sides without a point so far. Panda, zero points from their first five games, a difficult start to the season for them. And Chingford Athletic also with five defeats from their first five games and also letting in probably far too many goals compared to their usual standards. We move on into Division 1, and some very competitive division once again. Led the way by Oceana at present, who have played 6, won 4, drawn 1 from their 6 games played so far on 13 points. And they'll be pleased with that start to the season after a difficult first year with the league last season. They're 3 points ahead of Abridge Village, who have played 5, won 3, drawn 1. And they have 10 points from their start so far. Always lots of goals involved in the Abridge Village games. Sitting just behind those sides, Barking with an excellent start to the season. Three wins from their first four. Leaves them with nine points, just a single defeat to their name too. And they're, they're, they'll be very, very pleased with the way that they've got their season underway after an indifferent season last year. Two unbeaten sides follow with Roos sitting in fourth with two wins and two draws from their first four games of the season. Very solid record to start the year. And as I say, they're unbeaten, so they're a difficult side to play against. Sitting in fifth with uh, seven points from their first three games. Two wins and a draw for Gantz Hill. Um, unbeaten, as I say, and with games in hand, you would expect that they will be further up the table as the season progresses. Just below them by, by a point are AC Milano in sixth place. Two wins and a defeat from their first three games of the season. Sees them sitting very comfortably in mid-table with an excellent start. couple of defeats recently, though, um, which they'll obviously be looking to get out of their minds and try and get back to winning ways. Sitting in seventh place are Goresbrook, uh, and it's certainly an improvement on when we last looked at the, the league tables. They've actually won two of their last three games in the league uh, and made it up to seventh in the table, uh, which was on the back of a, a three-game losing streak right at the very start of the season. So they'll be, they'll be slightly happier with the way things are moving. Sitting in eighth place are Valentine United with a win and a draw in their first five games of the season. I think they'll be disappointed with that start, a side who have definitely got it within them to do better than that. And they actually did have an excellent result in the Cup at the weekend as they saw off a senior division side 8-3 in, in the Corinthian Cup competition, which shows you that they definitely have the potential. In 10th, with three defeats from three games, um, quite strangely, Hornchurch Oakmont who in, in uh, the Corinthian Cup a couple of weeks ago did knock out a Premier Division side. Um, but the league form has so far been a little bit indifferent for them, and they sit bottom. Uh, well, sorry, second from bottom. Bottom, just below them, uh, merely on by two goals, in fact, are Corona Redbridge, who have had a very difficult start to the season. Three defeats from their first three games. And as they say, things can only get better. Moving into Division 2, the league leaders in Division 2 are Thames Ironworks Community, who have won four and drawn one from their opening five games of the season to leave them on 13 points. And they're just a single point ahead of FC Galaxy, who have played 4-1-4. And they'll obviously have that game in hand to play at some stage, including games against Thames Ironworks. Uh, so there'll be a threat definitely for the league title this season based on what we've seen so far. Just below them, AFC Faden, three wins from three. Uh, with nine points from those opening games, sees them sitting third quite comfortably with some excellent results in the league. And again, I think there'll be a side who could well be in those top couple of positions come the end of the season. In fourth place, Royal Albert, 
Uh, had an indifferent start, but I think they'll be pretty pleased with the way things have gone. They've had three wins and two defeats from their opening five games, leaving them with nine points and, and a sitting fourth, as we said. Just below them by a couple of points are Chingford Athletic A, who have recently just changed their name from West Essex, as other people would know them. Again, a fairly, fairly solid start with two wins and a draw from their first five games of the season. Sees them sitting in, in mid-table. Emerson Park sits sixth in the table with just the one win so far from their first three games of the season. They sit four points adrift off the side above them, uh, but with games in hand, of course. And just below them, local rivals FC Mexico A, who sit one goal behind them uh, with one just the one win from their first four games of the season. Well, that result did come at the weekend, so their form does look like it might be on the turn, and they'll be pleased that, that, that they've moved away from the bottom of the table. Three sides below them sit without a point. St. Augustine's with two defeats from their first two games of the season. And Frenford on a very similar record uh, with two defeats from two. And below them, Chigwell United have had a very difficult start to the year so far. Five defeats from five as they sit bottom of the table in Division 2. In Division 3, we have new leaders, and in fact, the table's taken a real turn. Uh, Eastbrook United are the new leaders in Division 3. Five wins uh, from six so far, and they've moved five points clear at the top of the table, uh, which, is, as I say, looks very different to how it looked last month. Uh, Blackwell Rovers now sit in second with three wins and a draw from those first six games, and they sit on ten points. Just below them, FC Mexico B, another side in terrific form. Three wins and a draw from their first five games of the season. And of course, with a game in hand, that could see them move second. The two teams who have really uh, stumbled in recent weeks, firstly, Bretton's Manor have dropped down to fourth in the table, uh, having, I think, won their first three league games of the season, have now uh, only, only won three out of the five, having lost a couple recently. They sit on nine points from their first five games. And their rivals, Romeo Colts, another side who had an excellent start, have had a bit of an indifferent patch on their form. They sit in fifth place with nine points, with three wins and three defeats from their six. And a pretty identical record to Ainsley, who sits sixth now, with also three wins to their name, uh, who have who only trailed by about five goals in total on the side above them. Munkums, uh, very similar, a couple of wins and a couple of defeats in their first four games of the season. They sit on six points, three points behind Ainsley, Romeo and Bretton's, but with at least one and in some cases two games in hand on the sides above them. Alpha sit in eighth place. They have two wins and three defeats from their first uh, five games of the season. They sit on six points. Jaffna uh, had a good start, but they've dropped away slightly. They have just the one win from their first five games of the season. They sit on three points. And just the one side in this division without a point so far, which is Lonsdale, who have played for and lost for. Uh, they sit obviously on zero points. But a couple of wins, of course, could move them further up the table if they can get some momentum going. Into Division 4 now, and the league leaders in Division 4 at this precise moment are Upshire Forest, who have continued a pretty solid start. They remain unbeaten, one of two teams to be unbeaten in this division, with five wins and a draw from six, and just two goals conceded in those six games, which is quite a, quite a feat at this level of football. 16 points sees them... Uh, top of the table, but they are just one point ahead of Cobra, who have five wins from their first six and are scoring goals aplenty, uh, as they usually do. They're sitting uh, six points clear of the side in third place, who are total football, 
the other unbeaten side, although with a, with a strange record of two wins and three draws uh, to account for their nine points this this season so far. They're one of three teams on nine goal, uh, sorry nine points. The next one is Leighton Stone Athletic, who have three wins and two defeats to their name, as they sit, as I say, on nine points in this division. Just below them, on the same points, but with a game in hand, are Titans United sitting in fifth. Three wins and a defeat from their first four. That's an excellent return uh, after a pretty difficult season last term. Faden Green, many of the, many of the many people's uh, tips for the title, uh, do have games in hand, but they sit in sixth at the moment with just two wins and a draw from their first four games of the season with seven points. Uh, their season hasn't quite gone to plan in the league so far. Um, sitting seventh, Chingford Athletic Reserves. Two wins, three defeats, which gives them six points from their first five games of the season. They had a, a very big 11-0 victory uh, last weekend, which boosted their goal difference somewhat. Sitting in eighth place, a much-improved Romford Athletic Dons side this season have been putting in some very, very good shifts against some, some very good teams this year. But that, that only has given them a win and a draw from their first five games, although the, the scorelines have been very close. Four points from their first five games. And there are three sides without a point so far in Division 4. The first of those is Eastern Avenue, who sit ninth with three defeats from their first three games of the season. Young Royals uh, with four defeats from four, including that, that rather large defeat a couple of weeks back. And bottom of the table are United Amateurs with five defeats from five. And they sit bottom, but only by a goal versus Young Royals. In Division 5, the side that's really made a statement in the last few weeks has been Royal Lions, who have scored 40 goals in their seven games that they've played so far after losing, I think, their first fixture of the season. And they sit top of the table on 16 points, five wins and a draw. Two points clear of Valence United, who sit with four, four wins and two draws on 14 points from their first seven games of the season, which has been a pretty decent return. Just behind them, by a further couple of points, are Dagenham Rangers, who do have a game in hand, in fact, over the top two sides. Could use that to their advantage. They have four wins and two defeats from their opening few games of the season, including an excellent defensive record. Sitting in fourth place are Stowe Rovers, with three wins and two defeats uh, to their name from their first five games of the season. They have nine points. Another two teams on nine points, almost with identical records, in fact, Sing Sabbarkin are in fifth with three wins from their games. Um, they sit on nine. And also on nine points, Ping City Phoenixes, three wins and two defeats from their first five games of the season. Again, an excellent turnaround in form compared to last year. Gives them nine points <clears throat> and sits them two places ahead of the team in seventh, which is Custom House Community, who have two wins and a draw from their first five games of the season, giving them seven points. Uh, just below them, Tekkers Vets, with one win and a draw. From their first six games, gives them four points. And the other Vets team in the division, Joe Cole's Colbert Royals, who have also have a win and a draw from their first four games. Unfortunately, Joe it has been injured the last couple of weeks, which has cost him a place in the side. But the side who, who are bottom without a point so far, and the only team without a point, are Fairlock Rovers, with six defeats from six, and some heavy defeats of those as well. And they'll be wanting to improve that form as we head further into the autumn. Lastly, in Division 6, uh, Barking Reserves lead the way. Five from five. 25 goals scored and just the one conceded. That's excellent for this level. Very young side there. Had an excellent start to the season in their first year out of youth football. Sitting just behind them, Byron Red Star, another local 
big youth football club. This is their adult side. Uh, three wins and a draw from their first five games sits them on 10 points, which is five points off the leaders as things stand. Mansfield Rangers sit in third place and they have 10 points from their first six games. A couple of wins and a couple of draws leaves them uh, sitting there fairly comfortably in third. Uh, in fourth place, Royal Lions Reserves keeping up the, the trend of their, their first team counterparts in scoring plenty of goals. They have three wins and three defeats from their first six games. They sit on nine points. An almost identical record with Thames Ironworks Community Reserves, who also have nine points, also with three wins and three defeats. Just one goal between those two teams as, as they sit fifth. In sixth place, East Tilbury Town have seven points so far. Two wins and a draw from their opening phase of the season. They do have a couple of games in hand on the sides above, though, so they could well make a dent in that area of the table. Seventh place, Epping Forest Falcons, two wins and a draw. Uh, makes it, that, that a pretty solid start for Falcons after a difficult year last season. They'll be pleased with that start. Seven points so far for their return. Another Epping side, Epping Royals. They sit eighth, uh, fresh out of youth football. They've had a pretty decent start, you'd say, with two wins uh, from their first five. They sit on six points. Just below those teams, Woodford Green United picked up their first ever win a couple of weeks back. They sit in ninth with one win and a draw from their first uh first four games of the season and they took on Atletico City at the weekend just gone and it was Atletico's turn to secure a first victory as they picked up their first win coming from 2-0 down to win 3-2 and that, that secured their first points and moved them off the bottom. Ilford County are the only team in the division without a point so far. Uh, another new side, their four defeats from four unfortunately as, as the, the season, their first season gets underway and they'll be looking to improve things as the season goes on. Thank you for listening to this October review for the Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League. We look forward to uh, contributing again next month. And if you want to find out anything in the meantime, please visit our website www.escfl.co.uk. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the weekly edition of the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. Um, as always, go through the results from uh, this Sunday just gone. Uh, take a look at how bad I've done on the Super 6 again. And then have a look forward to the um, fixtures coming up this weekend and our Super 6 for this weekend. And also just a bit of an update in regards to cup competitions, etc. And so I'll start off with the Prem. I've got Phoenix 1, Hilltop 3. Plough and Harrow 3, Brookmans Park 2, Six Bells 2, AFC Rangers 0, The Beehive 3, AFC London Road 0. In Division 1, we've got Bournemouth Rovers 4, Blacksmiths 2, AFC London Road Reserves 1, Snug Bar 2, BWSC 5, Verulam Old Boys 6, and FC Welling 4, Hilltop Reserves 1. In Division 2, Pinewood 0, Player Packs 3. Welling Warriors 1, Little Heath 1, and Oaks nil. AFC Mim 6. In Division 3, Bournemouthwood Raiders 2, TNF nil. Royston Rangers 2, Phoenix Reserves 4, Beehive Reserves nil. Wishing Well 5, Forza Watford 2, Hansbury's nil, and Wheat Hampstead Wanderers 4, Mermaid 1.
And in Division 4, we've got Brookman's Park Reserves 2, Hatfield Seniors 4, The Wrestlers 9, Royston Reserves 0, Welling Pegasus 2, Welling Warriors Reserves 4, and in the Hearts Advertiser Intermediate Cup semi-final, it ended 2-2 in normal time between Harpen and Colt Old Boys and Hearts Lions. And a penalty for Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves in extra time uh, put them into the final where they'll face my side, the Blacksmiths. Uh, well done, Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves. Um, a bit of credit for them. Two cup finals in their first season, the junior and the intermediate. Um, fantastic achievement for them in their first season. So well done to the lads there. Now the Super 6 for the week just gone. Um, so in the Premier Division, it was Phoenix against Hilltop. I said 2-1 to Hilltop. Uh, it was actually 3-1, not far off there. Got the correct uh, result, but not the wrong score. In Division 1, Bournemouth Rovers against Blacksmiths. I said it'd be a, a, there'd be goals in the game. I thought it'd be close. It was close. It was a good game. We were absolutely terrible first half. And Bournemouth Rovers, despite both goals being one a deflection and one a potential foul on the keeper, they fully deserved to be in front going in at the break. Uh, we were much better second half. Um, pulled one back, then went three-one down. Then it went three-two, and it was the next. There was a, definitely another goal in it. And it was just a case of who was going to get it. And uh, Bournemouth Rovers, a, a, a mistake at the back for us, um, allowed Bournemouth Rovers to score. So on on the whole of things, they definitely deserved the the win. Well done to them, and we look forward to playing them again later in the season. In Division Two, Welling Warriors against Little Heath. I thought it'd be close. I said it would be a draw. I said two-all. It was actually one-all, so not too bad in that one. In Division Three. Um, it was Forza Watford against Hansbury's. Again, I said I went with a form book. I said I thought Forza Watford would win it, and they did. Forza Watford winning by two goals to nil. Another clean sheet for them. Another win, six from six, 18 points. Absolutely romping Division 3 at the moment. Well done to Alfie and the boys there. Um, in Division 4, uh, it was uh, I had St Albans Warriors uh, game with um, Phoenix A, but it was actually postponed. And then in Division, oh no, sorry, the Intermediate Cup semi-final, Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves, obviously um, ripping up the form book and uh, beating Hearts Lions after extra time when I said a 3-1 win to Hearts Lions. Moving on to the fixtures for this coming week, starting with the Prem, we've got Blackbury Jacks against AFC Rangers, Brookmans Park against the Beehive, Beehive the informed team at the moment, Brookmans Park, I've gone against them every single week and then as soon as they uh as soon as i back them they lose so i i'll uh, apologies to the Brooklyn's park boys but the beehive are flying they've got a few really good results up to third in the table now so well done to them and um, then we've got phoenix against play on harrow and six bells against afc london road in division one bwsc lost their unbeaten record at the weekend um so took the takes the shine a little bit off this game with fc welling however um with their games in hand they'd still be the closest to them so all eyes will be on that at foxcroft there hilltop reserves against afc london road reserves snug bar against bournemouth rovers harper and Colt old boys against blacksmiths and hearts lions against Verulam old boys in division two little heath against afc mims pinewood against welling warriors Player packs against Oaks, St George's against Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves, and Wheat Amsterdam 89 against New Greens. In Division 3, TNF against Royston Rangers, the Beehive Reserves against Hansbury's, Bournemouth Raiders against Forza Watford, the Mermaid against Phoenix Reserves, and the Wishing Well against Wheat Hampstead Wanderers. And in Division 4, we have Hatfield Mosquitoes against the Wrestlers. Royston Rangers Reserves against Welling Pegasus, St Albans Warriors against Hatfield Seniors, Welling Warriors Reserves against Brookman Park Reserves, Phoenix A against Marshalls Wit Rovers, and then the Hearts Advertiser Cup semi-final between Hilltop and Skewbridge, the winners to face London Road in the final.
Now on to the Super 6 for this week. In the Premier Division, it's Blackbury Jacks against AFC Rangers. Two teams that know each other well. Good rivalry there. Um, the Burns brothers run in each, one in each team, the Burns derby. Um, I think it'll be a close one. I'm going to go for 1-0 in this game. Both sides pretty much desperately looking for a win. They've, they've both not won in a couple of weeks. But two really good sides. I think it'll be on as even there. In Division 1, Hearts-Lions, uh, fresh off the back of a, a disappointing defeat in the semi-final of the Cup against Verulam Old Boys, who picked up a fantastic first win of the season against the previously unbeaten BWFC. I noticed a, a new striker signed on for them, four goals in his first game, so they were missing that when we played them early in the season, so th that could be a turning point for them. Uh, I think this will be a close one as well, but um, I know Hearts-Lions are a really good side, and I think they'll bounce back. I'm going to go for 3-2 to Hearts-Lions in that one. In Division 2, player packs against Oaks. Bit of a Harpenden derby. I think they both share a ground here. Two good sides in Division 2 that will be there or thereabouts. But you, you've got to go with player packs in this one. They're absolutely flying at the moment. L and the boys there are, are doing fantastic. I said that they'd be there or thereabouts at Christmas. And I think they'd win. The, they'd go on and challenge. Sorry, Now they're they're romping it at the moment. And, and, and they're, the, they're, they're the early favourites without a shadow of a doubt. And I think they'll beat Oaks comfortably. I'm going to go for 3-1. In Division 3, it's a battle of the form teams. Bournemouth Raiders couldn't buy a win at the start of the season. They're now two on the spin. Clean sheet in the last one as well against a good TNF side. Looking really impressive in the last two outings. Um, up against Forza Watford, who are definitely the team to beat in this league. Six from six. A good number of clean sheets in there as well. They ain't conceded a lot of goals. And, and I think they'll edge it. I think it'll be a good game, but I'm going to go for 2-0 to Forza Watford. In Division 4, it's the Hatfield Derby between Mosquitoes and the Wrestlers. Um, two of the closest challenges, I think, that will be to uh, Hatfield Seniors. But I'm going to go with the Wrestlers in this one. I'm going to go for 4-2 to the Wrestlers. I think there'll be a few goals. And then the Hearts Advertiser Cup semi-final between Hilltop and Skewbridge. Skewbridge, formidable at the moment. Haven't lost a game in all competitions. And I think that'll continue. I'm going to go for 3-1 to Skewbridge. Um, just moving on, after that cup game is played between Skew and Hilltop, that means all cups will be at final stage and hopefully next week we'll be able to get a bit of info on the cups for this season, maybe some cup draws etc. Um, and also next week we'll run through the uh, update of the league table, um, which will be after I think between 7 and 8 games for most teams now. Um, that's all for this week, thank you very much for listening and I'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, bye bye. Hello and welcome to the Leatherhead and District podcast for this week. Last week, Sunday 25th of October, we had 62 fixtures as follows. In the Surrey County FA Sunday Junior Cup, Don Dunnell 2, Monotype FC 7. In the London FA Sunday Junior Cup, Clapham North End 2, York Corinthians 4. New Cross Rovers 1, Cellar Sunday 8. And FCG FC had a home win over Manor Park Wanderers. Into the Senior Challenge Cup, Barnes Eagles Senior 7, Duke of Buckingham 2, Poplar 1, Pavletico Rovers 0, and Wongas Seniors versus AFC Chase ended 4-5 to AFC Chase. Into the Intermediate Challenge Cup, Carshorton FC 5, Not Very Athletic 2, Horton Athletic 4, Kingston Boys 1, Kingston Patriots 3, Alexandria United 1, Putney Lions 5, Royal Admiral 7 and Sutton Heights 3, Walton Heath 1. Into the Junior Challenge Cup, Epsom Albion 3, Hersham Royals 0, FTC Galacticos 0, 
Mitchum Strollers 5, Haydens Park 11, Leverhead Galacticos 2, Ironside 5, Epsomenial Old Boys 2, and RP Rules 4, Alexandria United Ravens 8. Into the Lower Junior Challenge Cup, Abbey Rangers Sunday Reserves 1, Cage United 5, Byfleet Town 4, Epsom All Stars 6, Egham Stags 2, Worcester Park 3, My Team Paid 5, Thames Ditton 2, Old Kingstonians nil, Serpent Town 5, Old Wimbledonians A 4, Fetcham United 1, Rickman Rovers 4, Servant Sports Reserves 2, Rye FC nil, FC Moretti 2, Sporting Renegades 2, AFC Cannons 1, Sutton Knights A 3, Kingston Dynamos 1, The Willoughby Arms nil, AFC Southborough 6, West Byfleet Rangers 2, Dissendons 1. Into the Invitational Challenge Cup, Car Shorten Eagles 0, Tabworth Tigers 6, FNM United 4, Dynamo Kingston 1, FC Surrey Side 11 8, Tabworth Tigers Reserves 1, Interham 1, Off the Grid 5. Now into leagues in the Premier Division, Wandsworth Elite 0, Putney Town 2, in Division 1, Bansed Rovers 2, JB Rangers 2, Chesington United 0, The Buffs 5, London St George's 1, Ashford Town Middlesex Sunday 3, Old Wimbledonian Reserves 0, Wangash United 2, into Division 3, AFC Tabworth 2, Alexandria United Irons 2, CF Real Morden 10, Downside 1, Effingham Park United 4, AFC Links 3, and Tolworth 2, ECS Classics 11-1, into Junior Division 4. Banstead Eagles 3, Bevaf Lang 0, Lower Kingswood Social 2, Hersham Rangers 8, Sporting Santos 1, Mickleham Badgers 1, into Division 5, Berylands United 7, Yule Dons 1, Bocca Seniors 1, Hersham 4, Erskine Rovers 5, Serbenton Sports 1, and then into Division 6, AFC Rio 2, AFC Your Reserves 5, Byfleet Village Men's 3, West Woking Wanderers 9, Nork 2, South West XI 5, Wooden Victoria 1, Common Village 2, into Division 7, AFC All Tigers 4, Charnwood Cavaliers 1, and then into Division 10, Rygate Hill 4, Castle Hill 5, Rygate Road Rangers 2, Cheam Village 2, then into Division 11, Albury FC 3, Beddington Park 2, then Parkside Sunday 2, Sutton Knights B 0. Finally, Division 12, Your Galacticos 5, BCJ 4, Parkside United 5, Epsom Rovers 2, Shearwater Sunday 1, Oldham Wadonians B 2, and West Woking Rovers 2, Double H Sunday 3. And that's it for last week's fixtures. Moving on into the fixtures upcoming on Sunday, 1st of November. We have 68. In the Senior Challenge Cup, Chesington United versus Wangash United. London St George's versus Ashford Town Middlesex Sunday. Old Wimbledonians versus JB Rangers. Oxshot Royals versus the Buffs. And Putney Town versus Old Wimbledonians Reserves. Into the Intermediate Challenge Cup. Car Shorten All-Stars versus Thames River Plate. Bev Athletic receive a bye due to Chesington 
Sports Withdrawing, Downside versus Alexandria United Irons, ECS Classic Sexi versus AFC Lynx, Hamworth Sports versus AFC Tabworth, Hersham Rangers versus Banstead Eagles, Manor Park Wanderers versus Lower Kingswood Social, Mondial versus Sporting Santos, and Tolworth versus CF Real Morden. Into the Junior Challenge Cup, AFC All Reserves versus Chamber Cavaliers, AFC All Tigers versus Croy Gas Phoenix, Boca Seniors versus Wooden Victoria, Cobham Village versus SCR Sunday Reserves, Dundonald versus Erskine Rovers, Yule Dons versus AFC Yule, Hersham versus Serban Sports, Seller Sunday versus Southwest XI, and West Woking Wanderers versus Byfleet Village Men's. Into the lower Junior Challenge Cup, AFC Tolworth versus Rygate Hill, Claygate Casuals versus Wellington Town, St Helier Youth Men's versus Cheam Village. Into the Invitational Challenge Cup, BCJ versus West Woking Rovers, Double H Sunday versus Parkside United, Epsom Rovers versus Albury, Your Galacticos versus Beddington Park, Oldham Wadonians B versus Shearwater Sunday, and Sutton Knights B versus Overton Lions. Into the Premier Division, the Duke of Buckingham versus Partizan All Stars, Wonga Seniors versus Barnes Eagle Senior, and Wandsworth Elite versus Popular. In Division 1, AFC Chase versus Pavletico Rovers. In Division 2, Not Very Athletic versus Alexandria United and Royal Admiral versus Putney Lions. Into Division 4, Horton Athletic versus Kingston Patriots. Kingston Boys versus Mickle and Badgers. Walton Heath versus Sutton Knights. Then Division 5, Berylands United versus RP Royals. Into Division 6, AFC Rio versus Team Athletic and Epsomenial Old Boys versus Ironside. Then into Division 7, Alexandria United Ravens versus Haydens Park, Leatherhead Galacticos versus FTC Galacticos, Mitcham Strollers versus Hersham Royals, Newdigate Sunday versus Epsom Albion. In Division 8, AFC Southborough versus FC Moretti, Surbiton Town versus Old Kingstonians, Thames Ditton versus Epsom All Stars, and Worcester Park versus Ditton Dons. Into Division 9, Alexandria United versus Egham Stags, Hamworth Sports Reserves versus AFC Cannons, Kingston Dynamos versus Serbent Sports Reserves, and Malden United versus Rye FC. Into Division 10, Byfleet Town versus the Willoughby Arms, Cage United versus My Team Paid, Castle Hill versus Sutton Knights A, Rygate Road Rangers versus Oldham Woodonians A, and West Byfleet Rangers versus Rickman Rovers. Into Division 11, Car Shorten Eagles versus FNM United, Dynamo Kingston versus Parkside Sunday, SCR Sunday Yellows versus FC Surreyside XI, and Tabworth Tigers versus Sporting Wimbledon. Finally, into Division 12, Tabworth Tigers Reserves versus Off the Grid. That's it for all the fixtures on Sunday, 1st of November. Thanks for listening and speak to you again next week. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Maidstone and Midkent section of the Self Podcast. I'm Ian and I'm here to bring you all the news, views and information from around the league along with the results and fixtures as part of the weekly show. It's week six, which saw 13 league matches and one cup game. 
majority of teams in action, some thrilling games as always. I'll bring you a full roundup of the scores and match reports as part of the results show. But first, let's catch up with the league news. A quick reminder that all clubs should be following the strict guidelines regarding COVID-19 at matches and training. The league sent a reminder earlier in the week. We covered all the key points on last week's show and you can get a full guide on the Kent FA website. There's no excuse not to be in the know. I'm sure everyone can imagine how frustrating it would be to have another season temporarily or fully suspended. It's really important that all clubs, players and officials play our part. So please reinforce this with everyone that attends games. Marden, Vinters and Whitehorse, along with the Maidstone Referees Association, have all ordered their poppies for kits ready for Sunday the 8th of November. There will be a minute silence as part of Remembrance Sunday and you're running out of time if you want to order poppies for your kits as stocks do run out fast. You can purchase online at www.poppiesforkits.co.uk. Poppies are priced at £1.20 each and all the money raised goes to the British Legion, which is such a great cause. A reminder that the Maidstone and Mid-Kent League is a chartered standard league, one of the only two Sunday leagues in the county. This means proactively developing what the league offers and we're supporting as many clubs as possible to achieve their chartered standard adult status. This season so far, Larkfield and Whitehorse Jaguars have completed their accreditation, so hats off to them. They'll be receiving a bag full of balls and a £100 night voucher. This will also be the case for all existing charter standard clubs within the league. Renewal isn't open for existing clubs yet, but is likely to be over the coming month. If you're not part of a charter standard club, it really is a simple accreditation to achieve and comes with it lots of benefits. Access to support and funding via the Kent FA, a charter mark that's recognisable to all players, officials and sponsors as a well-run club. Free equipment and vouchers every season, to name but a few. This year's accreditation and annual health checks has changed slightly. You still need an FA qualified first aider. But also clubs with any player under the age of 18 must have a member of each team they operate with, a current FA DBS check and a completed online guide to safeguarding for adults. Don't let this put you off. The DBS check is a simple check that costs £20 and runs for three years. And the online safeguarding takes 30 minutes and is completely free to, and lasts for three years as well. The league offers support to any clubs looking to achieve their charter standard status. So definitely worth making it a priority. Over 75% of all the league's clubs have this accreditation at the moment. So if your club doesn't, it's time to become part of the majority. Feel free to contact the league or the show to ask for more details. Finally, a couple of people contacted us to speak about the Plumstead Cup, which featured in the fixture list on last week's show. This isn't a Maidstone and Mid-Kent competition, but it is a cup with a lot of history. First played in 1931, it's now in its 90th season. It's facilitated by Westfa, which is the Woolwich and Eltram Sunday Football Alliance, and currently has over 100 teams competing this season, one of which is White Horse, who played their round one fixture this weekend. We'll see how they got on in the results show. Sunday teams outside of Westfa, such as the Maidstone and Mid-Kent, are allowed to register for the Plumstead Cup. The fee is £20 per team, but you do need permission from the league before doing so. And all the money from the Cup is donated to a charity, which is a great way to support good causes. Unfortunately, applications for this year's competition are closed, closed in August, but they will be open again next season. So if it's something you'd like to be involved in in the future, Give them a follow on Twitter with the tag at Westfa underscore football or visit their website www.westfa.co. They'll always post information on how and when to register. And thanks for those who contacted the show about this question. Remember, for any other news, questions or queries, you know the drill. Email us info at whitehorsefootballclub.co.uk. 
Twitter at white underscore horse underscore FC and Instagram at white.horse.fc. So without further ado, let's get down to business and have a look at the results from the weekend. In the Plumstead Challenge Cup, White Horse took on Woolwich Royals in round one. The Bredman started this game with a high tempo and it wasn't long before they took the lead. John South with a smart cross for Jacob Walter to head home his third of the season on four minutes. White Horse kept up the pressure, Dean Skeggs having a good chance saved by the keeper before he was taken down in the box after going through once again. Ian Knight dispatching the penalty to make it 2-0. The Bredman kept up the pressure. Joe Borman fed Dominic Meir, who calmly converted for his first of the season to ultimately seal the win before half-time. There was hope for Woolwich just before the break. Luke Boatman making a fine save to keep his clean sheet intact, only for the resulting corner to evade him and swing directly in to make it 3-1. The second half didn't have the intensity of the first, but the Bredman had chances to put it out of Woolwich's reach. Liam Stone firing the ball across the box. The block fell to Neil Shepard just inside the area, his effort hitting the post with the goal wide open. Jacob Walter did eventually put the game out of reach late on. Shane Lawrence's in-swinging free kick found Walter with a stooping header to secure a 4-1 win and put the Bregman through to the second round. In the Express Auto Centre Premiership, Aylesford put the fish to the sword, beating them 9-2 at home. Ashley Russell with five, Tommy Morlins with a hat-trick and a goal from Luke Redding completed the win. Chris Reader with the goals for the fish. East Mauling beat K-Sports 1-0 away from home. Jack Hislop with the only goal of the game from the penalty spot for Mauling. There was a controversial goal disallowed for K-Sports, ruled out for offside that stopped them earning a share of the points. Late drama at the Civil Service Club as Park Royal hosted Marden Miners. Robbie Smith taking the lead on four minutes for Marden. The game was well contested with lots of challenges across the park. A ball in for Marden was flicked on across the goal for Ed Thorne. His shot from three yards somehow came back off the bar when it looked harder to miss. That came back to haunt him and the team as Jason Tharp scored for Park Royal to draw level in the final moments. It then got worse for Marden. George Honey stole all the points for Royals with practically the last kick of the game and his first goal for the club. In Division 1, East Morning Reserves took on Larkfield and Newhithe. Richard Allingham put Mooring ahead against the run of play to give them the lead in the first half. Larkfield equalised just before half time and took the lead soon after the restart. Larkfield then added a third on 80 minutes to put the game out of reach for Mooring as they finished the strong side. A Dan Skinner brace as well as an effort from Dean Gobble for Larkfield. In Victor Rangers hosted Langley, both teams looking for their first points of the league season. Rangers settled first and started to take control of position and move the ball around well. Sam Green covering in goal for Langley met his efforts from Rangers to build his confidence. Zaf Atkin eventually found himself through on goal and made no mistake taking his chance to put Langley in the lead. Luke Reese then found the run of Tommy Stamp who beat the defender and squared the ball to Andy Wells for him to slot home and make it 2-0. And just before the break, Rangers failed to deal with a ball fired into the box. Jason Sims with a clinical finish to seal the game for half time. Langley did continue to boss the middle of the park in the second half and used the wing runs of Jason Sims and Tommy Stamp. Langley eventually added a fourth on 85. John Elms played into the box and Tommy Stamp brought the ball down, beat the defender and finished well to make it 4-0. Man of the match there was Charlie Penza for Langley in that game. Sutton Valance faced Rubicon Limerick, both sides bringing their unbreached and record to the table. Sutton Valance taking a three-goal lead early on. Callum Blackman with a brace along with a Tom Rayner goal. 
Rubicon did hit back before half-time. Josh Wilson with two goals to bring it back to 3-2. Second half saw Rubicon take the lead. Jake Waring brought them level and then Josh Wilson completing his hat-trick to make it 4-3 to Rubicon. But Joseph Cook earned a share of the points for Sutton Valance, his effort coming late in that game. In Division 2, Minter beat Park Royal Reserves 1-0 at home. An own goal for Minter giving them all the points in that game. Vinters lost 5-1 to AFC Phoenix. No team sheet for Phoenix, so I'm unable to give you their goal scorers. Daniel Room with a consolation for Vinters. Ellsford Reserves beat Whitehorse Jaguars 10-1 away from home in their local derby. James Withers with five in that game, a hat-trick from Tommy Whitnell, as well as a brace from Harry Dawes and a late goal for Jack Salisbury. Michael Stevens with a consolation for the Jags. In Division 3, Kent Sands got their first win of the season, beating Walnut Wanderers. Harry Locke with both goals for them in that game as they ran out 2-0 winners. Laybourne Chase lost 3-2 to Coxheath at home. Mario Brew, Toby Walsall-Lawler and Claudio Trocker with the goals for Coxheath. Andy Inskip and Tom Milton for Chase. Laybourne Angels beat Stockland Town 6-1 away from home. Lee Blundell with a hat-trick, Liam Owen with a brace and a Harry Small goal for Angels. Mark Brazier with a consolation for Stockland. That's it for results from the weekend. But coming up over the next few weeks, we'll be getting to know the current league committee. Normally, this can be done face-to-face at annual meetings. But as currently all meetings are held virtually, League Secretary Steve Taylor will be on the road catching up with the 10 members that make up the League Committee. From President and Chairman to Discipline and Fixture Secretaries, there is a lot that goes on each week to keep the League running smoothly. It's never as simple as posting a few fixtures and appointing referees. These members give up their time each week to deliver competitions across the League in a fun and safe environment. We're obviously keen to receive your comments and get all your questions answered. Whilst I know the committee are more than happy to look at ways to improve, we'd also like to know if you've ever had any additional support or a member of the committee has gone above and beyond for you. Any questions, comments, queries or suggestions, please send them to the show via email, Twitter or Instagram and we'll get them posted to the right person to be answered on the show for you. Finally, before we go, let's have a look at the fixtures for the week ahead. 14 League and Challenge Cup matches this weekend. In round two of the Challenge Cup, Ellsford Reserves take on Invicta Sunday. Invicta from Division 3 looking to cause an upset there. Barming Colts take on Barming Blues in a local derby that I'm sure will add some tension to that match. East Morning hosts Vinters. Vinters from Division 2 there, again looking for an upset. The Fish take on K-Sports Express. That's an all-premiership match. And Larkfield and New Hive feature Langley Athletic. Both sides from Division 1 there looking to progress. Maidstone Tempests host Park Royal. Another chance for an upset there with the Tempests from Division 2. Marden Miners welcome Aylesford. An all-premiership tie there. Marden beating Aylesford 3-1 in the league already. And Whitehorse hosts Gold Stars. Another derby there. So a great game for the local. Best of luck to all the teams with their cup matches. In the league, there are no premiership games. So starting with Division 1. In Victor Rangers, welcome East Morning Reserves. Rubicon Limerick host Laybourne. In Division 2, Whitehorse Jaguars take on AFC Phoenix. And in Division 3, Coxheath and Farley welcome Crosskeys. Laybourne Chase take on Snodland Town. And Walnut Wanderers host Laybourne Angels. Best of luck to all those sides looking to gain some league points as well this Sunday. That's all we've got time for this week. Thanks to Marden Miners, East Morning Reserves, Whitehorse and Langley for getting in touch with the show. 
please keep them coming in. Always great to hear from clubs. For any content, please get in contact via email, Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget to tune in next week for all the latest stories, results and goal scorers. Until then, remember, it's always more than just football. Hello and welcome to our All Around the Leagues recording, bringing you news and updates from the North Kent Sunday Football League. We start today by confirming the results from matches played on Sunday the 25th of October. In the GNM Motors Cup Round 2, Halls Athletic 4, Gurunanak Reserves 0, Darston Athletic 1, Raul Gamer 4, Welling Park Wanderers 2, Riverview United 2, Welling Park 1, 4-2 on penalties. Springhead Park 1, Longfield Athletic 4, Gravesend United 6, Gravesend Spartans 4, Queen vs Sun was postponed. The Albion 6, The Rhodes Athletic 1, Marley Royals 2, AFC Oddfellows 1, New Ash Green 2, Slade Green Railway 2, Slade Green Railway 1, 4-3 on penalties. Hollisters 0, Newtown Cobras 4, and Sean Hyam vs Valley Rovers was abandoned. In Division 2, Swanscombe Tigers Reserves 2, Yield Leather Bottle 4, The Rising Eagles 1, Black Line Hartley 9, AFC Rocheville 9, Cobham 4. In Division 3, Gravesend Vipers 1, Phoenix Sports 6, Guru Nanak 2, Pelham Arms 3, Fabina vs Taverners was abandoned, and Erith Town vs AFC Bells was postponed. In Division 4, Nuevo Club 3, Zend 1, and in the John Robinson League Cup B Group 2, Bridgeway Darts 3, Grosen Cricketers 1. That's all for this week. We'll be back with more news and updates from the North Kent Sunday League next week. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Southern Sunday Football League section of All Around the Leagues. As seems to be the theme for the last few weeks in a row, there were plenty of cup games for us to cover, including County Cup games and League Cup games. But as we have done in the past, we're going to run through all the results of the divisional games that have taken place, and then we will do all the cup games at the end. Let's start, as always, with the Graham Dodd Premier Division. AFC Ballon and Battersea Park Rangers had their game moved last minute due to the weather over to Wimbledon Common Extensions, and that game finished 3-1 to Battersea Park Rangers. Clapham Rovers and Albion also had their game moved last minute over to Overton Park. Shout out to Tony Harroth for getting that game underway. Clapham Rovers coming out on top by four goals to one, continuing their fantastic start to the season as they remain top of the table. Parklife lost at home by three goals to one to Wimbledon Town. And Westminster Wanderers and AFC Putney drew 2-2 over at Fishponds Playing Fields. Moving on to the Tony Eldridge Championship, only two games took place. Clapham Newtown hosted Streatham Stanley and Clapham Newtown came out winners by two goals to one. Lazio hosted Bath Old Boys and Bath Old Boys came out on top by two goals to one on that game themselves over at the Aspire Centre in Southfields. In League 2, AFC South London lost at home by three goals to five to Putney Pacers. Sporting Crab beat Ribblesdale Rovers by three goals to one. Wimbledon Commoners beat Q Antigua by two goals to nil. Moving on to League 3, and Ellsfield FC put four goals past Dara, who managed to get one themselves, 
over at Prince George's Playing Fields. Parklife B lost by five goals to nil to Harbour Rovers. Wandsworth Warriors and Ballon Mariners fought out a 2-2 draw. In League 4, Q Antigua's B team put four goals unanswered past Northcote Rangers to win that game 4-0. And Locomotive Wimbledon beat Top Deck FC by nine goals to two. In League 5, Junction Elite's second team beat Lambeth All-Star Reserves by four goals to one. And Newlands FC beat AFC Bluebirds by four goals to two. In League 6, Modern Rangers lost 4-2 to West 10 Wanderers over at Prince George's in Rains Park. And the scheduled game between UBLC FC Old Boys versus St. Matthew's Project at Wandsworth Common was postponed. In League 7, Barn Stormers stormed their way into a 7-1 victory against Southwest Athletics. Peckham Cosmos lost by 6 goals to 5 to Summerstown Casuals. Syndicate FC beat ACT Arantes United by one goal to nil over at Bel Air Park. Victoria Line Velocity put eight goals past Olympic Mayonnaise, who themselves got one goal. Victoria Line Velocity coming out on top by eight goals to one. Finally, League 8, Ballam and Clapham Albion drew 2-2 with East Putney FC. And South City FC beat Rosendale Sports away from home by six goals to one. So let's now move on to the various League Cups that we have that have taken place this past week. Let's start with the Brian Howard President's Cup second round. AFC Poplar Rovers lost by five goals to six to LMT FC. And Dara FC's reserves put eight goals past Junction Elite's fourth team who themselves got two goals on the score sheet. In the Graham Rodber Shield second round, Painters Community beat Junction Elite's third team by five goals to nil. In the Marcus Lipton Cup first round, a shock result as West Norwood lost by two goals to one to AFC Mortlake. In the Marcus Lipton Cup second round, Magpie Recruitment beat Lions United by six goals to two. South London All-Stars beat London Brooks by four goals to two. Southwest Rangers beat Brixton Town by three goals to two. And Westminster Wanderers Reserves beat Real Ale Madrid by five goals to one. Moving on to the London FA Sunday Junior Cup second round. Clapham North End beat Ewell Corinthians by four goals to two. Hatcham Beckham Manor beat Blase Ballers by three goals to two. Clapham Wanderers lost by four goals to two to Hampton Terriers. London Ravens first team beat Greenwich Hotshots by five goals to one over at Clapham Common. Merton Athletic came out 4-1 winners against Westminster Wanderers third team. Norton FC lost by three goals to two to Vale County. Parthenope FC beat Ballon Badgers by three goals to one. And Tootin Celtic lost by six goals to two to Wimbledon Wolves. Moving on to the London FA Sunday Trophy second round. Wheatsheaf Athletic beat Bermondsey Town by six goals to five over at Beddington Park. And ourselves, Sporting Continental, Wheatokong, Cosmos United for the second week in a row. And in case you haven't seen, 
last week's game when we played them there were 17 goals make sure you go on your youtube channel and check that out a couple of the goals were from 40 yards and 50 yards i guarantee is a very entertaining game to watch for the neutrals uh for myself who's involved not so much um so go check that out just search sporting continental on youtube we will come up don't forget to hit that subscribe button give us a like and leave a comment and share the video um but for this week when we talk on Cosmos in the FA Sunday Trophy second round. We came out 6-1 winners and booked our place. And now just before I leave you guys, I have a feeling I forgot the results from the Bob Dixon League 1. So I'm going to say it now just in case. Chiswick FC came out 4-0 winners at home against Club Football Vale. And Wig Army lost by 7 goals to nil against Junction Elite. So that's it for us this week. And we hope to see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.